Is your business dull as dishwater? Nobody's more dull than a green notebook or Eeyore. Poor little Eeyore <laughs> from Winnie the Pooh. He was looking at me this morning and I thought, well, what's dull? What do I consider dull? You know, little Eeyore, he's the victim of, you know, his own bad mood most of the time and his tail falling off. Um, if you're not familiar with Winnie the Pooh stories, I can't help you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not an expert on Winnie the Pooh. But I have an idiom for you today that's pretty interesting and pretty fun. And of course, like all of the idioms, it may mean something to you or it may not. You may have experienced it or you may not. But chances are, if it's been around a long time, which this one has, like so many, it's impacting the people that you interact with every day or some of them, right? And so you can use it to your advantage to, just like we define words and we have certain words and we understand what they mean to us and to other people. The, the better we understand idioms, the better we can understand the people that we interact with and we want to impact with our businesses and with our lives. So dull as dishwater comes from an expression, dull as ditch water, that Charles Dickens used in, way back in 1863 in one of his books. And they suspect that the ditch water to dish water transition happened as either a typo or a mispronunciation. Ditch water and dishwater sound very much alike, so I can see how that would happen. But ditch water is just as dull as dishwater to most of us. You know, if you do dishes, the only time I think it's exciting and fun to do dishes is when you get all the nice fun bubbles in there. Although I don't mind doing dishes. Doing dishes is one of the tasks around the house that does not bother me. And there's a lot of them that do. And the ones that do bother me, guess what? I outsource them, I get help with them. But there are tasks, there are things in our lives and in our businesses that may be dull and tedious or we don't feel like we wanna do all the time, but that doesn't mean they're not important. They have to get done. Think about brushing your teeth. We really can't outsource brushing our teeth, right? But we have to do it every single day, whether we want to or not, unless of course we wanna suffer the consequences of our teeth rotting or getting bad or falling out. We need to just brush them, we need to suck it up, find a way to enjoy the task and just do it. Or sometimes we just need to have willpower and tell ourselves, hey, this is what I have to do to get the result that I want. The result is I want good healthy teeth, I'm brushing my teeth every day. And there's other things that we can outsource. There's things that we don't love to do in our lives and in our businesses that we outsource. The very first thing I ever outsourced in my very first business was the accounting aspects of it. Because although I wanna know and be on top of the cash flow and what's going on in the business and the long-term projections, I don't wanna be the one putting in every receipt, every invoice, ins and outs of every dollar spent in my businesses, one of the, in, or the details of my taxes. So that's one of the first things that I got a team member on board for and outsourced. Um, and, and it's different for each and every one of us. What I think is boring and tedious, other people find fascinating and exciting and it lights them up. So if we match the things that we love to do and we do the things we love to do and then we find people and help and systems and, and ways of accomplishing the other things that need to get done to make our business successful that we don't love to do or that we find tedious or boring, everybody wins. Now, there's an interesting component of the expression dull is dish, dishwater in the energy that we bring to something is often the energy we bring to everything, right? If we don't bring any energy or curiosity or excitement to the routine, foundational, fundamental things that we need to do, are we really bringing an 
all of us and enough excitement and enough vision and enough motivation and enough energy to all of the really, really important things that we love to do in our business and in our lives. It's just a question. I mean, sometimes we are, sometimes we aren't. There's days when I don't feel super energetic toward my life and my business, just like everybody else. But I don't stay there. I look for ways to pump up my energy and to get excited about it. I focus on the things that are uh, the components of any task that are fun. And dull as dishwater, the tedious, boring, mundane things often are the things that we have to do a million times, the foundational things, the fundamentals that if we don't do them, we're not building our, our business on a sound foundation. I think of Michael Jordan and the fact that he threw a thousand, I don't know if he still does it, but a thousand free throws every single day in addition to all the other practice and all the other things that he did to train and to condition himself to be the world's best basketball player of all time right and that's you know I don't think it's just my opinion I think a lot of people would say that uh, do you think he didn't get bored with throwing a thousand free throws every single day yeah but why did he do it because he knew that he would be prepared no matter what happened no matter what the situation no matter what was going on around him that in every situation he could successfully perform that task and if we want to be good at anything if we want to master anything it takes maybe not that level of dedication but it takes a level of dedication that other people aren't willing to do it takes us practicing a thousand times it takes us telling the same stories this is a big one for me over and over and over again because we're different people are hearing it. it. It takes us practicing it so that we get good at it and we figure out what components of that story do people really need to hear? What do they really care about? And that's a fundamental thing. Our ability to lead in our business and in any form is how can we motivate and lead people best? Well, it's by telling stories and experiences and sharing to them with them the vision of and the why something is important. So I actually, I love this expression because it it signifies so many things and it means so much to me because like everybody else there's things I love to do and that just light me up and there's other things that I, I really dislike doing and I know that I need to get help with them but I also need to remind myself that sometimes it's about my attitude and my focus and the energy I bring to the task that's important I remember working at uh, Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing in the summer to uh, between college and they had a machine. I was working at one of their pilot plants in, in St. Paul. And they have a machine called a staking machine. And everybody hated running this machine. And even before I was assigned to it, which I was dreading the day that I was going to be assigned to this machine, because everybody talked about how horrible it was, how boring it was, how hard it was to operate, and that they just hated it. And no one ever wanted to be stuck on this staking machine. Well, lo and behold, the day comes, and I am, of course, assigned to this staking machine. Can't remember who taught me how to use it probably the assistant manager or, or Tony or or Lisa or somebody I don't remember but somebody taught me they spent about you know half an hour showing me how to operate this machine and as I suspected they were right it was super duper boring and I thought as I'm sitting there doing this machine and all you did was you took this little valve a little round valve with a hole in it and you had to put it on this plastic assembly post and you had to push put it into a machine and then push two buttons that would bring a press down it would press this machine and crimp this machine with heat and everything and form the safety for the valve it was for making face valves 
for Health and Safety, Occupational Health and Safety Division. And it was really important because if the valve wasn't attached properly, the, the mask wouldn't keep the person that was wearing it safe. And this was a mask that was used in um, bad environments, like in mines and things, for people to keep them safe from, from dangerous gases and things. So it was an important job, but it was pretty boring. So I was on that for a while, and after a couple of hours, I'm like, all right, I can die of boredom and be upset and hate running this piece of equipment like everybody else does, or I can figure out a way to make it work for me. I can sit here, and I can look at it, and I can figure out how can I set this up so I like running it, so I don't mind running it. And after a couple of hours, I figured out that I could actually get way ahead of the machine in setting up the work that I needed to do by putting these valves on this little plastic um, setting and I could pile them up to my left, and then I could just, as the machine was done cycling, because that's the part that took the longest, was the machine itself and the crimping process, you'd put the thing in, and then you'd have to wait for it and wait for it. And if you weren't doing anything, it was really boring. So I figured out that I could get way ahead of it. And so for that first day, that's what I did, is I made it a, a, a competition with myself to stay ahead of this machine. Turns out that in that one day, I made more valves and they were all tested to make sure they were safe because the assistant manager didn't believe that I could produce as much as I had produced on that machine since no one else had ever been able to do it before and that's because they were waiting until the machine was done to go ahead and set up their next piece and instead I got all the pieces ready ahead of time and then when the machine was done cycling I immediately put another one in so I could max out that machine and produce more in one shift than anyone else had done it and everyone else had done together in an entire week. And it became my machine to run then because then one day a week I would operate that machine while I read a book, which was fun for me, right? So I'd get the work all set up. I'd read a book while I was working, which made the, the boring, tedious, waiting part of it fun. And I found a way to take that, that tedium away from everybody else. And then it became everybody wanted to run the machine. Once I taught everybody how I was doing it, then everybody wanted to do it because they could actually do something fun while they were operating the equipment. Safely, of course. So it just goes to show you what we bring to any situation is more important than how we define the task, if we think it's dull or not. Sit, go out. I would love to know your experience with things that are dull, tedious, boring, or uninteresting to you. Share in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you apply it to your business right now? Take care.